2023 EA Mental Health and Productivity Survey Results by Emily. The 2018 EA Mental Health Survey, whose results are available here, measured the prevalence and effects of mental health problems within the Effective Altruism EA, community. The 2021 EA Mental Health Survey, results available here, was designed to build upon those results by obtaining more information about the experiences of community members who struggle with mental health problems. The 2023 EA Mental Health and Productivity Survey was designed to provide more insight into community members' mental health and productivity issues and experiences, and to get a better idea of what resources and services people might find helpful when dealing with or for preventing these. This survey was intended for anyone wishing to improve or maintain good mental health and slash or productivity, and therefore was not restricted to only those members of the community who are struggling with mental health. This results post starts out with the demographics of the survey participants and then covers the following topics. Mental health topics and disorders. A more granular view of the mental health disorders and conditions, or topics effective altruism community members struggle with or would like to improve than has previously been measured. State of your mental well-being. Gauging satisfaction with one's life, relationships, community, and productivity. Experience with interventions. Collecting information on the types of mental health interventions people have tried, including substances. Demand for interventions. Gauging interest in learning more about interventions to improve one's mental health, well-being, and productivity, and collecting information about what types of interventions people are interested in. Important factors for intervention use decisions. Collecting information on factors that could play a role in how people decide which interventions to use. That's the end of that list. Heading. Demographics. Hash hash, 1, age. Ages of survey participants ranged between 18 and 70, with the majority of people in either their early to mid-20s or late 20s and early 30s. There's an image here, see the original post. Hash, 2, gender. There's an image here, see the original post. Hash, 3, which country do you live in? The majority of survey participants are based in the United States and United Kingdom. There's an image here, see the original post. Hash, 4, what is your career stage? Answer choices from left to right are. High school. Pursuing an undergraduate degree. Pursuing a graduate degree, for example, master's. Pursuing a doctoral degree, for example, PhD. Working, 0 to 5 years experience. Working, 6 to 15 years experience. Working, 15 plus years experience. Pursuing other degree slash diploma. Pursuing a professional degree. Pursuing an associate's degree. Seeking work slash not currently working. Retired. That's the end of that list. Most survey participants are working and have 0 to 15 years work experience. There's an image here, see the original post. Hash, 5, how engaged are you with effective altruism? Answer choices were defined as follows. No engagement. I've heard of effective altruism, but do not engage with effective altruism content or ideas at all. Mild, I've engaged with a few articles, videos, podcasts, discussions, events on effective altruism. For example reading doing good better or spending approximately 5 hours on the website of 80,000 hours. Next point. Moderate. I've engaged with multiple articles, videos, podcasts, discussions, or events on effective altruism, 
for example subscribing to the 80,000 Hours podcast or attending regular events at a local group. I sometimes consider the principles of effective altruism when I make decisions about my career or charitable donations. Next point. Considerable. I've engaged extensively with effective altruism content, for example attending an EA global conference, applying for career coaching, or organizing an EA meetup. I often consider the principles of effective altruism when I make decisions about my career or charitable donations. Next point. Hi. I am heavily involved in the effective altruism community, perhaps helping to lead an EA group or working at an EA-aligned organization. I make heavy use of the principles of effective altruism when I make decisions about my career or charitable donations. That's the end of that list. There's an image here, see the original post. Most survey participants are fairly engaged with effective altruism, considerable to high engagement. Hash, 6, what is your current involvement in effective altruism, EA? People who answered this question could provide multiple answers, so survey participants who are involved in multiple sectors provided multiple answers. There's an image here, see the original post. Heading. Mental health topics and disorders. This section was geared toward getting a more granular view of what community members struggle with in terms of their mental health. Building off of lessons learned from the 2021 EA Mental Health Survey, the questions are structured to provide more extensive lists of options for people to choose from, and to make the distinction between mental health disorders and mental health topics, which can include symptoms of disorders. Hash, 1, which of these, topics, do you struggle with or would like to improve the most? People struggle the most with concentration, attention, and focus, N equals 103, followed by productivity. N equals 68, and procrastination, N equals 63. The topics with ellipses are Concentration, attention, focus, fear of rejection and judgment by others, uncertainty about the future, personal connection to other members of the community, stress about making an impact with my career. That's the end of that list. Please note, people who answered this question could provide multiple answers. Heading there's an image here, see the original post. 2. Do any of these, categories of disorders, apply to you? This question was meant to get a better idea of the prevalence of diagnosed and suspected mental health struggles in the community, and listed out categories of disorders as defined in the DSMV. The distinction in this questions is important for determining what kind of help people will be able to access which can depend on having a diagnosis, and therefore determining how to prioritize what information is needed. Heading. There's an image here, see the original post. 3. Any other disorder we forgot that you might have or might have been diagnosed with. Other disorders, or suspected disorders, and conditions provided were. Seasonal affective disorder. Sleep disorder. Migraines. Obsessive-compulsive personality disorder, this is not the same as OCD. Chronic fatigue syndrome. Irritable bowel syndrome, stress-induced. Nonverbal learning disorder. That's the end of that list. Answers that were reclassified and added to question 2, based on the DSMV were. Body-focused repetitive behaviors, BFRB, which is classed as an obsessive-compulsive disorder. Vihophobia, which is a phobia. That's the end of that list. Heading. State of your mental well-being. This section was designed to gauge the state of mental well-being across the wider community, and satisfaction with one's life relationships, community, and productivity. 
Hash, 1, how satisfied are you with your life nowadays? Answers to this question were on a scale of 0 to 10, where 0 was, not at all, and 10 was, completely. There's an image here, see the original post. Hash, 2, overall, nowadays, how much do you live up to your own values? Answers to this question were on a scale of 0 to 10, where 0 was, not at all, and 10 was, completely. Heading. There's an image here, see the original post. 3, in general, would you say your mental health is? There's an image here, see the original post. Hash, 4, how satisfied are you with your personal relationships? Answers to this question were on a scale of 1 to 9, where 1 was very dissatisfied, and 9 was very satisfied. Heading. There's an image here, see the original post. 5. How satisfied are you with the support you get from your close ones? Answers to this question were on a scale of 1 to 9, where 1 was very dissatisfied, and 10 was very satisfied. Heading. There's an image here, see the original post. 6. How satisfied are you with the support you receive via the effective altruism community? Answers to this question were on a scale of 1 to 9, where 1 was strongly disagree, and 9 was strongly agree. There's an image here, see the original post. Hash, 7, I feel confident in my ability to solve problems that I might face in life. Answers to this question were on a scale of 1 to 10, where 1 was very dissatisfied, and 10 was very satisfied. Heading. There's an image here, see the original post. 8. Overall, nowadays, how satisfied are you with your productivity? Answers to this question were on a scale of 0 to 10, where 0 was, not at all, and 10 was, completely. There's an image here, see the original post. Hash, 9, for how many hours have you roughly been productive during the past 7 days? This was a free-form response, so answers have been grouped into units of 10. There's an image here, see the original post. Hash, 10, for how many hours did you originally want and plan to be productive in the last 7 days? This was a free-form response, so answers have been grouped into units of 10. There's an image here, see the original post. Hash, 11, how many of the hours, of those that you wanted to be productive, were lost due to internal reasons such as mental well-being? There's an image here, see the original post. Hash, 12, during the hours in which you have been productive, how close were you to performing up to your full potential? Answers to this question were on a scale of 0 to 10, where 0 was 0% and 10 was 100%. There's an image here, see the original post. Heading. Experience with interventions. This section was included to get a better idea of the types of mental health interventions community members have tried, including various types of behavioral interventions, therapeutic methods, and substances. Hash, 1, which support formats have you tried? Please note, people who answered this question could provide multiple answers. There's an image here, see the original post. Hash, 2. Do you have prior experience with the following psychological and behavioral intervention slash types of therapeutic methods? Please note, numbers above the chart are associated with the color groups in the respective columns. Also, people who answered this question could provide multiple answers. Heading. There's an image here, see the original post. 3. Do you have prior experience with the following prescription and non-prescription drugs? Categories were, top to bottom of chart. Antidepressants, for example, SSRIs, SNRIs, NRIs.
stimulants except for caffeine, for example Adrel Amphetamine, Ritalin slash Concerta Amethylphenidate. Mood stabilizers, for example Lithium, etc. Antipsychotics. Anxiolytics, for example Diazepam, Lorazepam, etc. Psychedelics. That's the end of that list. Please note, numbers to the right margin of the chart are associated with the color groups in the respective rows. Also, people who answered this question could provide multiple answers. There's an image here, see the original post. Hash, 4, do you have prior experience with the following other substances? Please note, numbers to the right margin of the chart are associated with the color groups in the respective rows. Also, people who answered this question could provide multiple answers. Categories were, top to bottom of chart. Here's a list of bullet points. Vitamin and nutrient supplements, for example Vit D, Vit C, Vit B12, Omega 3, etc. Anti-aging interventions, rapamycin, N-acetyl-L-cysteine, etc. Metabolic interventions, for example GLP-1, analoga, hormone replacement. Protein powders, supplemental creatine. Mental health-slash-brain supplements, for example rhodiola, bacopa monieri, L-theanine, lavender oil, etc. Gut health supplements, probiotics, spirulina, other. Coffee and tea. Nicotine. That's the end of that list. There's an image here, see the original post. Hash, 5, do you have experience with any other forms of interventions? If so, with which? There was at least one response for each of the following. Daily use of productivity apps, Focusmate, BeMinder, Google Calendar. Habit tracking. Journaling, checking in with oneself, gratitude and compassion exercises, etc. Social events, being taken by friends or attending on one's own. Venting to friends, peers, or counselors. Pets. Dawn simulator, light exposure in the mornings. Melatonin. Consistently doing things to improve sleep, for example, keeping room cool and dark, earplugs, sleeping mask, avoid slash dim light in the evening, antihistamines. Ionizer. Sound therapy. Music. Art. Going for regular walks. Yoga. Meditation. Monastic life. Cold showers. Massage. Working part-time. Pushing through and getting things done. Dialectical behavior therapy, DBT. Metacognitive therapy. Authentic relating practices. Occupational therapy. Acceptance and commitment therapy. Hypnotherapy. Electroconvulsive therapy. Long-term psychodynamic psychotherapy. Gestalt therapy. Anticonvulsants as adjunctive pharmacotherapy, lamotrigine, pregabalin. Modafinil. Ketamine, 4. NVC, high-dose EPA without DHA. Ashwagandha. Kratom. CBD oils. Cannabis. Photobiomodulation. That's the end of that list. Heading. Demand for interventions. Hash hash, 1, I am generally interested in learning more about and performing interventions that proactively improve my health, well-being, and productivity or performance. This includes everything from lifestyle changes, for example better sleep, behavioral techniques, for example meditation, supplements, for example omega-3, vitamins, nootropics, for example L-theanine, bacopa monieri, drugs, for example Ritalin concerta, to biohacking, for example hormone replacement. There's an image here, see the original post. Hash, 2, I feel that I am getting the support I need or want. 
There's an image here, see the original post. Hash, 3, please explain your last answer. Yes. Has supportive loved ones and slash or colleagues. In therapy or seeing a psychiatrist. Has financial support to access resources. Lots of self-work. Engaged a lot with self-help, self-reflection, meditation, or tools one can use to improve their situation. Doesn't feel the need to access support at the moment. Regularly practicing meditation and mindfulness. That's the end of that list. Reasons for answering, partly. Don't feel they need much support. Haven't previously prioritized mental health slash feels they don't have time to prioritize mental health. Next point. Not good at implementing the help they get slash has a hard time following up with resources that might be helpful to them due to pre-existing conditions in a few cases. Feels they would benefit from having a little more structure in their mental health routine. Don't know what kind of support they need or don't know where to begin searching for it. Experiences decision paralysis. Not sure of how to access what they're interested in, for example internal family systems, psychedelics. Hard time describing what they're going through and putting words to what they need. Feeling unconnected, unseen, and slash or like no one understands. Feeling like people are generally apathetic. Has a hard time connecting to others and opening up to them. Feels they need to have more open and honest conversations with their community to not feel alone and learn from others. Currently looking for new perspectives and advice. Feels they get good support, except among their interactions with members of the effective altruism community which have generally been substantially harmful to their well-being. Next point. Feels that effective altruism is scary due to too much existential dread. Talking with real people helps calm them now, but when it's just them and their laptop, engaging with effective altruism can feel overwhelming. Feels they get enough social support, but that there are not enough community-level interventions. Feels supported by close friends and family, but not in ways they find practically helpful most of the time. Feel supported to feel good, but not necessarily to flourish. Support they're receiving is not as helpful as they'd have liked. Next point. Feel's social support network is not very supportive, but unsure of what additional forms of support they'd like from it slash feels they need more support but like they can't ask for it. Relocated slash relocating and trying to build a new support network. Thinks they should probably start therapy, but not sure with therapeutic method would be best, or they're in therapy but not sure the method they're trying is right for them. Hard to find they help they need, therapy, psychiatry, support networks they feel they can open up to, or on a waitlist for the help they're seeking. Feeling, unqualified, to access support through the effective altruism community due to not working on EA projects. Lack of financial resources to get the support they need. On antidepressants, but feels as though the underlying issues aren't being addressed. Potentially too high of expectations of themselves and what they can humanly do in a day. Feels they need help structuring their lives to be optimally productive, and would like to find a role that makes better use of their innate talents, skills, and abilities. Would like to be able to switch off from work more often, without feeling guilty about it. Needs an accountability system. Wants to hear more about supplements and other mental health initiatives. Nutrition deficiencies, could benefit from more information on nutrition. Would like to know more about interventions to help with feeling more clam and less anxious, and to be able to think more clearly and focus. Feels they need more evidence-based resources. Feels there is a need for better, more competent mental health institutions and government support. There needs to be more discussion about mental health and emphasis on mental health resources in effective altruism, and in general. That's the end of that list. Reasons for answering, no. 
feel they can manage on their own, or don't need or want support. Can't find a good therapist. Put off by cost of therapy. Anxiety about reaching out to people for support. Lack of social opportunities. Feeling like no one cares. Difficulty connecting with others. Would like information about how to proactively improve their health, well-being, and productivity slash performance that is accessible, especially as it concerns food and supplements. That's the end of that list. Hash, 4, which support formats would you like to try or receive? Please note, people who answered this question could provide multiple answers. There's an image here, see the original post. Other answers that were provided were. Coaching. Matchmaking to people who want marriage and kids. Social events and gatherings. Worksheets, guides, summaries of evidence, including populations, evidence quality, etc. Similar to examine but for interventions in addition to supplements. That's the end of that list. Hash, 5, which type of psychological and behavioral interventions would you like to try or receive? Please note, people who answered this question could provide multiple answers. Categories of psychological and behavioral interventions provided were, top to bottom of the chart. Cognitive behavioral approaches. Emotion-focused approaches, for example compassion, values. Behavior change frameworks. Body-mind approaches, for example, focusing, meditation, mindfulness. Inner parts work approaches, for example, systemic ones, internal family systems or schema therapy. Exercise, for example, jogging, gym. Acupuncture. That's the end of that list. There's an image here, see the original post. Other answers provided were. More talking about how perception slash thinking works for others, for example getting nothing from a body scan is called numbness. NoFap, organizational methods. More woo-woo slash niche psychotechnologies, for example Reiki. That's the end of that list. Types of therapy people emphasized as of interest or previously helpful. Compassion-focused therapy. Acceptance and commitment therapy, ACT. Psychodynamic therapy. Dialectical behavior therapy, DBT. That's the end of that list. Some people were not sure about how to respond to this question, because they didn't know what all of the options were or entail. Hash, 6, which type of drugs would you like to try or receive? Please note, people who answered this question could provide multiple answers. Categories of drugs were, top to bottom of the chart. Psychedelics. Stimulants except for caffeine, for example Adrel amphetamine, Ritalin slash Concerta methylphenidate. Antidepressants, for example, SSRIs, SNRIs, NRIs. Mood stabilizers, for example lithium, etc. Anxiolytics, for example diazepam, lorazepam, etc. Antipsychotics. That's the end of that list. There's an image here, see the original post. Other answers provided. Beta blockers for performance anxiety around interviews, public speaking, etc. Sleep aids, vitamins, melatonin. That's the end of that list. Hash, 7, which type of nootropics and supplements would you like to try or receive? Please note, people who answered this question could provide multiple answers. Categories of nootropics and supplements were, top to bottom of the chart. Vitamin and nutrient supplements, for example Vit-D, Vit-C, Vit-B12, Omega-3, etc. Mental health slash brain supplements, for example Rhodiola, Bacopa monnieri, L-theanine, lavender oil, etc. Gut health supplements, probiotics, spirulina, 
other protein powders, supplemental creatine, anti-aging interventions, rapamycin, N-acetyl-L-cysteine, etc. Caffeine, for example coffee, tea. None of these. Metabolic interventions, for example GLP-1, analoga, hormone replacement. That's the end of that list. There's an image here, see the original post. Heading. Important factors for intervention use decisions. Hash hash, 1. How do the following criteria affect your decision on whether to use an intervention to improve your mental health or productivity? The answer was provided by selecting the missing word in the sentence, the likelihood of me using an intervention is. By this criterion. Answer options were. Increased a lot, orange in the chart. Increased somewhat, green. Not affected, yellow. Decreased somewhat, red. Decreased a lot, blue. That's the end of that list. Criteria were as follows, and are provided as column labels from left to right. Studies show solid evidence that the intervention is effective. The intervention is popular in the general society. The intervention is popular in the EA community. Studies show no evidence for unwanted side effects. You have had good experiences with the intervention. A person you trust has experienced good effects and no unpleasant side effects with the intervention. The intervention has a long tradition, has been used for over 1,000 years, for example Ayurveda, TCM, ancient tribal plants are herbs. Your specialized expert, for example, medical doctor, recommends that you try the intervention. That's the end of that list. There's an image here, see the original post. Hash, 2. How do the following criteria affect your decision on whether to use an intervention to improve your mental health or productivity? The answer was provided by selecting the missing word in the sentence, the likelihood of me using an intervention is. By this criterion. Answer options were. Increased a lot, orange in the chart. Increased somewhat, green. Not affected, yellow. Decreased somewhat, red. Decreased a lot, blue. That's the end of that list. Criteria were as follows, and are provided as column labels from left to right. Intervention involves uncomfortable lifestyle changes, for example, daily morning exercise. The intervention is expensive, costs greater than 100 US dollars slash month. The intervention requires a larger time commitment, greater than 4 hours per week. The intervention requires you to take a pill daily. The intervention requires you to take synthetically manufactured substances. The intervention involves regular injections using a syringe. A specialized expert, for example, medical doctor, warns you against the intervention. That's the end of that list. Please note, numbers above the chart are associated with the color groups in the respective columns. There's an image here, see the original post. Hash, 3, were you to meet with a therapist, counselor, or coach, would you prefer that they were familiar with effective altruism? Most people, N equals 99, think it would be nice to meet with a therapist, counselor, or coach familiar with effective altruism, but that is not something they require to receive mental health support, and for many people it is not necessary at all, N equals 74. There's an image here, see the original post. Heading. Summary of results. Subheading. Mental health topics and disorders. The top three symptoms or topics people struggle the most with are concentration, attention, and focus, 
n equals 103, followed by productivity, n equals 68, and procrastination, n equals 63. A lot of members of the effective altruism community, n equals 50 plus, have been diagnosed with a depressive disorder, an anxiety disorder, or ADHD, or feel that they have a disorder that falls into one of these categories, but have not been diagnosed. It would therefore probably be helpful to focus on providing more information on dealing with or finding support for anxiety, depression, and ADHD, and improving one's concentration, attention, focus, and productivity, as well overcoming procrastination. Heading. State of your mental well-being. Most people who completed this survey, n equals 130, are generally satisfied with their lives nowadays. Scores of 6 to 8 out of 10, but few people, n equals 20, are very satisfied, scores of 9 or 10. Similarly, most people generally feel that they live up to their values, scores of 7 to 9 out of 10, n equals 114, and would say their mental health is, good, or better, n equals 108. People are generally satisfied in their relationships, score 7 plus out of 9, n equals 104, and the support they get from their loved ones, score 7 plus out of 9, n equals 118. Most people are generally somewhat satisfied with the support they get from the effective altruism community, score of 5 to 7 on 9-point scale, n equals 104. So people generally experience good mental health and feel supported but that doesn't mean there isn't room to improve life satisfaction and well-being, and increase feelings of support, especially given the information provided in the demand for intervention section of this post. People appear to mostly be somewhat confident in their abilities to solve problems they face in life. Score of 6 to 9 on 10-point scale, n equals 134, and somewhat satisfied with their overall levels of productivity, score of 5 or above on 10-point scale, n equals 111. Most people were productive for up to 40 hours in a week, n equals 157, though a lot of people were not as productive as they would have liked. A majority of people, n equals 112, aimed to be productive for 31 to 60 hours in a week, 54 people achieved this. Most people lost up to 10 hours of productivity due to reasons related to mental well-being, n equals 127. Most people, though not all, also felt they were somewhat close to reaching their full potential during the hours in which they were productive. Score of 6 or above on 10-point scale, n equals 143, few felt they reached their full potential. Score of 9 plus, n equals 16. So it could be beneficial to provide people with information on improving their productivity, especially since this is a topic a lot of people, n equals 68, said they struggle with. Heading. Experience with interventions. The support formats most people have tried are self-help, n equals 117, 1 colon 1 psychotherapy, n equals 103, and counseling, n equals 92. The next most popular were apps, n equals 83, and prescribed medication, n equals 80. It could therefore be helpful to provide people with information on support formats with which they are less familiar, such as support groups. N equals 62, supplements and nootropics, N equals 56, coaching, N equals 54, online courses, N equals 44, and atomic habits and other lifestyle changes, such a healthy diet and use of weighted blankets. In terms of behavioral and psychological interventions, people have engaged at least a little with exercise, N equals 179, body-mind approaches, for example, focusing, meditation, mindfulness. N equals 152, and cognitive behavioral approaches, N equals 144, 
but not much with acupuncture and inner parts work, for example, systemic methods, internal family systems or schema therapy. It might be a good idea then to provide information about these less popular approaches, as well as emotion-focused approaches and behavior change frameworks, both of which some people have tested, n equals 54 and 58, respectively, but fewer people have used, n equals 58 and 36 respectively. Most survey participants have had at least a little experience with antidepressants, n equals 80, and stimulants, n equals 57, and no experience with antipsychotics, n equals 176. Mood stabilizers, N equals 168, and anxiolytics, N equals 165. It might therefore be useful to point people to resources where they can access medical literature and medical support on these topics, should they wish to know more. Most people have at least a little experience with vitamins and nutrient supplements, N equals 173, and coffee and tea, N equals 168 but not any with anti-aging interventions, N equals 172, and metabolic interventions, N equals 181. It might be helpful to provide information on substances people have no experience with, or have tested or used moderately, though not extensively, such as protein powders and supplemental creatine, N equals 73, mental health slash brain supplements, for example, rhodiola, bacopa monieri, L-theanine, lavender oil, N equals 53, and gut health supplements, for example, probiotics, spirulina, N equals 73, so that people can make more informed decisions about these substances, and whether or not they'd be helpful to them. Heading. Demand for interventions. Most all survey participants are interested, N equals 125, or at least somewhat interested, N equals 47, in learning more about and using interventions that could help them improve their health, well-being and productivity or performance. Many people feel they are getting the support they need or want, N equals 49, but most feel that's only partly true, so there's definitely room for improvement. Reasons for people feeling they are only partly receiving the support they need vary, but a common trend appears to be a need for help with mental health routines, priorities, and structure, and help with feeling comfortable understanding and communicating what one is feeling and needs and finding people with whom one is comfortable discussing those feelings and needs. The top 5 support formats people are interested in trying are support groups, N equals 81, counseling, N equals 79, retreats, such as meditation retreats, N equals 77, 1 colon 1 psychotherapy, N equals 76, and supplements and nootropics, N equals 73. People are generally interested in trying all of the behavioral and psychological interventions listed. N equals 79 plus, link back to figure, with the exception of acupuncture. In terms of drugs, a lot of people would like to try psychedelics, N equals 67, and stimulants, N equals 51, and in terms of nootropics and supplements, there's a lot of interest in trying vitamins and nutrient supplements, N equals 103, as well as mental health slash brain supplements, N equals 91. Heading. Important factors for intervention use decisions. Studies that show solid evidence that an intervention is effective and good experiences with an intervention are the two factors that have a lot of influence over 50% of survey participants' decisions to use a given intervention. For more than half of participants, decisions were somewhat affected by the popularity of the intervention. N equals 109, studies showing no evidence of unwanted side effects, N equals 105. A person they know having good experiences and no bad experiences with the intervention, N equals 106, 
and a specialized professional, such as a medical doctor, recommending the intervention, N equals 95. People are less likely or far less likely to use an intervention if a specialized professional warns them against it. N equals 176, it involves regular injections, N equals 157. It requires a larger time commitment, that is, greater than 4 hours per week, N equals 159. It's expensive, greater than $100, USD, each month, N equals 168. Or it involves uncomfortable lifestyle changes, N equals 147. So interventions ideally need to be certified by professionals, involve little commitment in terms of time and money, and not have large effects on people's lifestyles. And for the majority of people, N equals 173, they do not necessarily need to be provided by therapists, counselors, or coaches familiar with effective altruism. Heading. Conclusion. People in the effective altruism community are generally satisfied with their lives and the level of support they receive but they could do with and are open to trying a range of interventions that could help them improve their mental health and productivity, especially as it concerns anxiety, depression, and ADHD, improving one's concentration, attention, focus, and productivity, and overcoming procrastination. Furthermore, there appears to be a need for help with mental health routines, priorities, and structure, and help with learning to communicate what one is feeling and needs. As far as behavioral and psychological interventions are concerned, there's interest in trying to learning more about cognitive behavioral approaches, emotion-focused approaches, for example, compassion, values, behavior change frameworks, body-mind approaches, for example, focusing, meditation, mindfulness, inner parts work approaches, for example, systemic approaches, internal family systems or schema therapy, and exercise. As it pertains to substances, people are generally interested in trying psychedelics, stimulants, vitamins and nutrient supplements, mental health slash brain supplements. A lot of other interesting ideas and suggestions were made via the freeform responses in this survey as well, so please do take a look at those if you we are looking for inspiration. Heading. Acknowledgements. A big thank you to everyone who participated in the 2023 EA Mental Health and Productivity Survey. Your answers will help us and others in the community provide mental health resources and information on resources more suited to your needs and interests. Heading. Author Contributions. Emily Jennings and Inga Grossman designed this survey. Tim Farkas and Samuel Nellison contributed questions concerning productivity and substances, and Tim Farkas provided feedback on the survey design. Emily wrote up and posted the results on the EA Forum in May and June 2023. Heading. Data Availability Statement. The anonymized data generated and analyzed, with the exception of responses to open-ended questions, are available upon request to the Mental Health Navigator at info at mentalhealthnavigator.co.uk for those who might wish to do follow-up analyses. Heading. Feedback and comments. Feel free to provide constructive comments and suggestions for the survey design and analysis in the comments below. Should future iterations of this survey be planned, your comments and suggestions will be carefully considered. If you feel more comfortable sending your suggestions or comments by email, feel free to send them to the Mental Health Navigator at info at mentalhealthnavigator.co.uk. This article was narrated by Type 3 Audio for the Effective Altruism Forum. To report an issue or give feedback on this narration, go to t3a.is.